Frank Benitez game? I don't know, bro. Like, that's what I was trying to find out. You know, I never thought in spending time with him that he would be as good of a leader as he is. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it afterwards where he's very intentional and purposeful about the culture. Mm -hmm. When you spoke to, whether it's assistant Jonathan or Justin or Davila and the other people that are on the team, um, there's very much so uh, a set of core values mm -hmm. as far as like empowering leaders, building leaders, uh, building communities. Ryan tells people what he believes, mm -hmm. which I think serves as a magnet where it draws people to him. Yeah. And then it's polarizing. He pushes people away, which is actually a good thing because you're pushing people away that wouldn't yeah. vibe with the culture. It's, it's, it's interesting because we met his personal assistant, Jonathan. Yeah. And what I got from Jonathan was that they were all so in line with what the vision is yeah. and they were all culturally fit. Like I think they said that 80% of the people that work for them mm -hmm. go to the same ministry, yeah, yeah, yeah. which kind of has a certain culture that they all believe in very similar things. It's not like who can get the job done because there's plenty of people that can do that. It's who can get a job done, but also is a good fit for our company. And it was interesting to me because everybody that we talked to at Pineda companies yeah. was all super friendly, super nice, super inviting, yeah. super smart yeah. as well too. So yeah, yeah. overall great representation of Ryan Pineda himself yeah, agreed. as well. And another takeaway was just how committed they are to media, that really they're a media company first. Yeah. And then all the other companies are ancillary to that. Mm -hmm. And the commitment to media you know, the amount of money that they invest in equipment, in studios. space, yeah. in multiple different studios, and and how they're they're essentially doing media at scale. Yeah. What I what I thought about was who was Ryan Pineda three years ago? Oh yeah. Who was he? Like did anybody know who he was? He was a house flipper. Well he's a couch flipper. Couch flipper. Yeah. A couch flipper, yeah. house flipper. Um, nobody knew who he was. Right. He was a good business person, mm -hmm. was a good operator, yet nobody knew who he was, which kind of leads me to known beats best because now he uh, became a media company, gave a very heavy emphasis on growing the media companies where even when we were there, there was multiple people shooting multiple, multiple. podcasts at the same time. Yes, those pop, you know, the platforms and mm -hmm. how powerful it is that in just three years, yeah. He has garnered so much attention. And I think he told us this past month, he had the biggest month. It was like, a, like 20 years of watch time Yeah, in one month, which is unbelievable because the amount of goodwill that you're sending out, yeah. because you're adding value, the amount of trust that you're cultivating, uh, where people get to decide if they know, like, and trust you. Yeah, it's, it's impressive, inspiring, for sure. I, I was proud of myself when I got... 48 hours of watch time, <laughs> yeah. like a day. You thought you were the main a day? Yeah. No, well, I, well, the way I looked at it was you only have 24 hours in a day, sure. and that means that I can't even connect with that many people right. because I only have 24 hours. So when I was averaging 48 hours a day, I was like, man, like people are watching me, and I'm like in bed sleeping, sure. and people are consistently watching you, but it's right. You put out so much goodwill, put out so much energy that people become fans, the pattern that I recognized was that people who grew large social media audiences, mm -hmm. things became easier for them. Sure. Meaning like doors were automatically open to people. You know who I'm interviewing uh, in a week? Tom Wheelwright, okay. the accountant for 
for uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I would. I, I don't think had had I not had the social media following that I have, I wouldn't be able to to book that or have access to no. that. And it's the same thing with Pineda. Like he's been able to get people like Hermosi, Grant Cardone, mm-hmm. uh, Vaynerchuk, like all these high level individuals, because you had that attention. Uh, gravitate towards you not only that but employees as well too people want to work for you people will relocate from different parts of the country to come work for you Mm -hmm. because of the attention that you have as well too yeah the other takeaway in spending some time with him is that he very much so understands leadership Mm -hmm. and how what he's doing now is equipping other leaders whether it be Justin with Wealthy Creator Tavilla with Wealthy Investor and making them um, kind of creating opportunities for them within the ecosystem and then equipping them with what they need to become leaders within the company. Yeah. He's also not scared to spend money no. at all. Like by any means is he not scared to invest 200,000 on an event. He's not scared to invest 100,000 bucks on equipment. On equipment. $100,000 on building out a studio. Yeah. Not scared whatsoever. Yeah. Um, what I wrote down as it relates to that thought about not being scared is just thinking big. Yeah, like, and what that's a big thinker. Yeah, and what was interesting is when I was on the podcast, uh, you know, we were going back and forth, and, yeah. I, and I appreciated that. And I said, Yeah, like, you know, what I'm thinking is how can I make a million dollars a year residually? Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I can make two million dollars a month. A month, basically. Yeah. And, and the only difference there was active versus kind of residually. Um, you know, at the same time, it just showed the scope of his thinking. Yeah. Which that's what I wrote down for thinking big. Mm-hmm. Just somebody that's a big thinker, somebody that uh, is innovating all the time for his uh, companies as well. Yeah. Uh, too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Those were my big takeaways. Yeah, and those are my takeaways. You know, I, I appreciated. Uh, the kind of challenge because yeah. he did challenge me on some thoughts as far as like why EXP and why uh, I'm choosing to spend time and he asked me if it's a productive use of time so you know I encourage you guys to go watch the full episode mm-hmm. I think you'll enjoy it a lot and uh, yeah it was it was awesome to be there with him to learn because I do believe that that was a preview of where your boys are going mm-hmm. that's for I sure. agree yeah, I think he's only a couple steps ahead of us, um, and it's helpful to have somebody like that in your life that challenges you as well, too, because right when I walked in that door, he started... Oh, he got on he, you, bro. He's like, hey, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with that? Where are you at with this? Where are you at with that? And it was good, because you need that. You need people like that, and sure. as long as you know it comes from a place of love, it, it's all good. So make sure to watch that episode of the uh, Aaron Avello interview on that podcast. And uh, he was also on the Wealthy Investor and uh, Wealthy Creator as well, too. So make sure to check those out. Elite Builders, out. Coast to coast. Coast to coast, baby. You actually paid other agents over $120,000 in referral fees in one calendar year? I did. 